Hello, I'm Eric Chabra of GovInfoSecurity.com, and I'm pleased to be speaking again with Teresa Massey, Chief Information Security Officer for the State of Oregon. Hi, Teresa. Good morning, Eric. Oregon has established a multi-agency federal tax information committee focused on discussing and identifying internal revenue service requirements that can be addressed through common solutions. What is the IRS requiring the state to do? What are the IT security challenges to meet those IRS requirements? Well, Eric, the IRS has a publication called 1075, and in it it outlines numerous information security requirements that any agency receiving federal tax information directly from the IRS has to be, they have to be compliant uh, with these regulations. In the past, the agencies that received that data from the IRS have been operating in silos. They all had to be compliant with Publication 1075, but they were kind of addressing all those security issues in isolation. So they decided it would be much more cost-effective and efficient if they got together. There are a number of things that they, requirements that are common and that they can share. So rather than each one of them developing a particular solution, they felt it would be more efficient and productive for them to work together. This is kind of revolutionary in this area for the for the agencies. They're very protective, of course, of IRS FTI data, but they did see the benefit in working together. What we did was we have a committee comprised of those agencies that receive that data, Department of Human Services, Oregon Health Authority, Employment, Revenue Department, or Department of Justice, all received that type of data, and so they, they got together. And there's some other folks that have joined the committee from our state data center where the servers and the data is actually housed and from our procurement department. We established a committee late last year, and one of the first things that they did was they developed a spreadsheet that outlined the requirements of Publication 1075, and it's a fairly detailed spreadsheet listing each of the requirements, and it talks about the status, the type of control, what the actual safeguard action item is, and then there's a list of, we have subcommittees, who, which subcommittee is addressing each of the issues. So they've really taken a very project management approach to this, and they seem to be extremely pleased. They've done a lot of work. Some of the things that they've accomplished is they've developed a training package. Any agency that's handling IRS, FTI data has to provide very specific training to anyone who comes in contact whether it's an employee or a contractor. And so each of them had their own little training programs. None of them they felt were very good. So they got together and uh, joined forces and developed a, a training package that we now have in front of the IRS, and we're asking them to uh, review and approve it or give us some recommendations on any revisions that we need to make. Apparently, this is an original step forward because we've had inquiries from other states who have said, wow, are you doing this? When you're finished, would you please share it with us? So I think that's really great. There seems to be a lot of interest from other states in our in our approach to this of working together, formulating responses to requirements that each of them have in front of them and that they and that they have to meet. There's a lot of policies that they have to develop. Again, rather than each of them developing their own policies, they're going to develop a common policy that each of them, if they need to make some modifications to it, they can, but it just saves each of them going through that through that effort individually. You talk about some common issues. Can you give us an example of the kinds of issues that you're dealing with and how they're being resolved? 
One of the things that the agencies need to do is starting in the summer of this year, agencies have to conduct an internal inspection of our consolidated data center every 18 months. Multiple agencies that receive IRS FTI data are using the same data center, and so what they're going to do is come together and do a single assessment rather than each of the agencies going to our data center and saying, I need to do an assessment, and then the next one goes and say, I need to do an assessment. They're going to come together. They're going to do one assessment following the requirements that the IRS has laid out, so it's both a physical and an IT assessment. So we'll only have to do one, and we'll be able to give that information back to the IRS. That's much more efficient than each of them doing this on their own. You also spoke about training. What is the training involved? We have an online training package that that we've developed. It's about 30 minutes. There's really very huge penalties if you don't provide training. We've piloted this online training program, and we're going to be sharing it with, again, the agencies who receive IRS FTI data. Once we hear back from the IRS, if they have any recommendations on changes they want to see to it, we're going to start to roll it out to our contractors also. It, it really involves anybody who comes in contact with IRS FTI data, however that might be. So whether it's cleaning staff or other type of staff, they have to have some training. Having it online means that we can track it better. We'll know who's taken the training, that they have to take it on an annual basis. We'll be able to audit. We're going to be much more confident at being able to respond to the IRS when they ask, have you trained everybody? How, how can you, you know, validate that you've done that? And what are they being trained in? They're being educated on the how um, FT, IRS FTI data has to be appropriately secured. You're not supposed to leave it out on your desk, and it has to be locked up in file cabinets, and it has to be encrypted when it's in transmission, all these types of things that anyone handling or coming in contact with, again, uh, IRS FTI data has to be aware of and has to demonstrate that they've received training annually. And this includes a wide variety of employees and contractors. Correct. And their definition is anyone who comes in contact or may come in contact with that data has to have training. So what is your role in this? My role is in facilitating the committee and ensuring that we are covering all the aspects of the requirements of the IRS and that we are finding all of the areas where there's commonality, where we can work together and share a final work product rather than an agency having to go it alone. So they just needed somebody to kind of bring them together, give them a central focus point, make sure that it's being handled as a, as a project and a program, giving it some structure, et cetera. Much of the work product that we develop, we will be able to make some modifications so that it can be used for other federal requirements. What we've tended to find is there's kind of an 80-20 rule. Most of the security requirements you find for HIPAA or for PCI or for IRS are very, very common. And so rather than having other agencies have to reinvent the wheel, we may be able to make some modifications to these work products and uh, be able to share that with other agencies. And these have been created by agencies and sanctioned by agencies and by folks in the federal government. I think it's a pretty efficient and effective approach to doing this. Was there much of investment to go into start this process? No, it was just really the agencies getting together, and as I said, each of them needed to ensure that they were compliant. They just find it, as I say, rather than each of them developing a training package, it's actually been more cost-effective because we've been able to get together and, and do it. Each of them has money within their organizations to do this. It's just that we have better standardization and consistency in the types of training that we're providing or policies, et cetera. They find it to be extremely beneficial and, and productive to approach it in this manner. We're pretty excited about it. And the IRS thinks it's a great idea. They've been very responsive and have said that they want to share our work product with other states. That's great.
Will this be something that would be continuing, or you get to a point where it would just stop, and if that's the case, when would it stop? But that would be great if we could see the end game. But one of the um, challenges is that the IRS continues, and rightfully so, to update their requirements. And when they make updates to it, of course, that means there's additional workload. We need to make some changes or we need to add something new. We will continue this committee as long as, and it may not be, right now we're meeting on a monthly basis. Once we have some of these fundamental things in place, we may not need to meet as frequently. We'll certainly be keeping in touch with the agencies. They seem to feel that this is, they really like getting together, so that's a good thing. As new requirements come out, we'll work together on, you know, what are those common things that uh, working together on would be more productive. Than, than going it alone. They're also sharing the results that they get when the IRS comes in to do an audit. Where they can, they will share some of the results like, oh, you need to do this better or you need to do this different, whatever that happens to be. They'll share that, and they never used to in the past. They'll share that with the others so that they can make adjustments like, wow, I didn't realize they were you know, expecting that. Then they can start to make adjustments to their program. Again, it might spawn another subcommittee where folks can work together. So they're pretty excited about it, and, and they've done a lot of really good work. Thank you, Teresa. Oh, you're most welcome. I've been speaking with Teresa Massey, Chief Information Security Officer for the State of Oregon. I'm Eric Traber of GovInfoSecurity.com. Thanks for listening.